Live from deep inside that dune popcorn bucket, it's Tony. the Geek Show. Tony. <laughs> what? <laughs> What's that coming up from the bottom of the bucket? Uh, it's just greasy popcorn. <laughs> On this episode of Geek Show. everyone we're all here hey look at that yay look at that. Oh, yeah. rebecca frost is here hi rebecca cheerio mates what you got tea in there well, i've got coffee it's tea cuppa. in there in it in it yeah, i got coffee and i've got i've got a complaint with my local macy's they've been out of the vanilla planet oatly creamer for oh. two weeks now oh man Bastards. oh no Come up to the east side. Come up to the east side. We've got it up here. Come, come up here. I am on the east side. Oh, you are. That's right. Never mind. (laughs) DoorDash that stuff, would you? Oh, hello, Robert. How are you? Hello, doing well. Thanks. (laughs) You were quite amused by that. (laughs) I I am just like. There's another grocery store across the street, and just I don't want to go to that one. Jeez. Because I don't want to have to turn left, and that one requires left-hand turns. No, I see. No, okay. just go, you can do a series of right-hand turns to get there, too, if you wanted to. Yes, <sighs> like NASCAR. <laughs> that's a K album. That oh, that's a left-hand K turn. album. Yeah. Three, three right turns don't make a left, but four do, mm. I think is the name of the album. I don't know. Lee George Cade is here. Hi. Make it so. Oh, thank you. He's been watching yeah. some Star Trek a lot. I'll bet you. Oh, uh, I'm delirious with it. <laughs> he was singing. He was singing the Borg baby song earlier. You uh, Borg uh, Borg incubator baby song. Borg incubator. Borg baby Borg. Uh, yeah. Well, it's a classic we'll the, now. We'll have the full length version of it for you on the Space Show show. Yeah. Uh, quad T, Two Tall Tony. Hey. Tony Atkins is here. How are you, sir? Yeah, I'm good. Oh, hey! Don't forget our host. <laughs> Mr. Kerry Jackson. Me, you're never going to let me live that down, are you? It's one of the, my favorite things you've ever done. What was that? That's me it's doing the screen gems. That's the screen gems motion pictures opening. I don't think you were here for that episode, Rebecca, were you? No, she was not. Yeah. I don't know. You missed out. Listen, even if I was here, I can guarantee I do not remember. Here, here, Something. you'll remember. <laughs> I'll make you remember. Here, here we go. All right, here we go. Okay, pay me a word. See, I mean, it's the same thing. It's this exactly... is from before my time. <laughs> oh, it's before mine too, but I just latched onto it. All right. I used Let's... to mosh to that. <laughs> Please, someone pull Lee out of the mosh pit. He's... He's I've, going nuts to the screen gems tune again. I've had requests to make that available, so uh, maybe All right. maybe on the Patreon, uh, sure. we'll, a, a little single drop for people on Patreon that can put it as their text tone or something. Yet another yeah. reason to join the Patreon. There you Geek go. Show, Geekshowgotthiscovered.com. And it's I promise I'll, I'll have some videos this week, I promise. <laughs> All right, let's begin, shall we? Um, hmm. Well, Tony... Oh. Do you feel vindicated because of this story? I have a sound for this. Vindication! <laughs> the, pic, pictured here, Christopher Nolan telling you, hey, you don't have to understand my movie. Yeah. <laughs> I immediately thought of Captain Holt. I've been telling people Holt. that for years. I just, uh, it, was, it was a delightful interview on Stephen Colbert. 
Uh, it made Christopher Nolan human for the first time uh. ever. And this is the first time I've actually liked Christopher Nolan because wow. he is like, hey, listen, I get it. Tenant is not. Listen, you can only watch Tenant uh. if you get Wordle in three and mm. you get connections on the first four tries. Like even then, those, it, that's who Tenant is for. No, even then, he said it just there's parts of it that just don't really make sense, and that's not no. what I was shooting for. And so you know what? Everyone that spent so, hours explaining it to me, you're wrong. He, uh, <laughs> I, have a, I have a question, said, though. Yes. What what movies for people get Wordle in four? <laughs> um, I, I couldn't tell you because those movies also aren't for me. Exactly. <laughs> Good answer. Good answer. Yeah, so I, I, find, I find being like mostly sedentary and semi-comatose really makes me good at Wordle. Oh, good. Oh, it's leveling yeah. up. Nice. Okay. I haven't played today. Well, a couple of the things that he said in this interview was that uh, he loves the Fast and Furious movies. As he should. To, I mean, yeah. to which Stephen Colbert said, I've not seen any of them. And, oh, and, and Nolan okay. was shocked. Stephen. And said, I haven't either. And I said you I haven't seen either. And said you could start at Tokyo Drift and go forward, and that was it. That's how you know. That's how you know he's a real fan. Yeah. <laughs> Um, he also said that one of the greatest casting consequences in movie history was Robert Downey Jr. as Tony Stark. Well, he's got a point. Agree. So um, I thought that was interesting. Can we talk just, I'm just going to, we don't have to talk about it. I'm just going to mention it briefly. The Oscars are announcing a best casting category oh. that will start um, appearing in the Oscars in two years. Um just thought that was kind so of interesting. who's that, that for the casting director i guess would win it or... I, I guess Maybe. i don't know but there's uh, a here... really fascinating interview with robert downey jr about tony stark about oh. how oh oppenheimer comes out and mm -hmm. he does the same caliber of acting he does in everything else yeah and all of a sudden he's award bait yeah. But he does a whole series of movies for Marvel where he completely plays the rise and fall deconstruction redemption of mm -hmm. an incredibly flawed, incredibly human character. And they're just like, eh, superhero movie. Superhero yeah, and, movie. Uh, he, he, and Ruffalo's, he even, Ruffalo's talking about the same thing. Yeah. Well, and uh, Downey even said, that's some of the best acting I have ever done and yeah. probably ever will yeah. do. So, yeah. But here's what Nolan said. If you are experiencing, he's talking about Tenet. Mm -hmm. If you are experiencing my film, then you are getting it. <laughs> I, feel, I feel very strongly about that. Uh, when asked about people not understanding his movies, I feel very strong about that. I feel like where people have experienced frustrations with my narratives in the past is sometimes I think they are slightly missing the point. It's not a puzzle to me to be unpacked, but an experience to be had. Preferably in a movie theater, but also at home. You're not meant to understand everything in Tenet. It's not all comprehensible. See? Okay, first of all, I gotta play this sound again. Vindication! Now let and me just secondly, quote... <laughs> go ahead, Gary. No, go ahead. I was gonna say, I, have so I had something to say about this strongly enough that I decided to tweet about it. Whoa, Tony! And my tweet says, if he's so into offering experiences to people instead of coherent movies, he should get into drug dealing. Tony, maybe, get him, sick him, <laughs> or maybe Absolutely start running the destroy Christopher Listen. Nolan. Yeah, or maybe start running the projector at laser shows and planetariums. Boom, God, got him. God, brutal! Stop! Well, he's already dead. Any, any time, don't hurt him. Any, any time that I can what? quote. 
Anytime that I can quote Pink Floyd, I will, and you know this. So you thought you might like to go to the show to feel the warm thrill of confusion, that space cadet glow. All right. That's Tenet right there. Uh, I feel so good. Now, uh, everybody, just so you know, I'm going to continue to dump on Tenet, even though I've been vindicated, just because it's part fine. of my personality now. Well, now, I think this is, was all in part of Tenet being re-released in yeah. IMAX uh, briefly before Dune 2, and the foot, extra footage of Dune 2 being showed uh, with Tenet. Um, I don't think you need to go and see that, because I have discovered oh. online that uh, there's a good five minutes of Dune 2 uncut available online right now mm. uh it, it was in the do, do it, raw and uncut just yeah there on the internet just and like it the was, popcorn bucket exactly <laughs> and disgusting where <laughs> <laughs> only one of these kids is using that bucket right now <laughs> that's right if you have not seen this this is the sketch from last week's snl where oh, ao at abiri hosted yeah. um and she's crushed every sketch he was in but they have a music video specifically about the dune 2 bucket yep. <laughs> it's a song uh but uh this was shared by fandango it fully reveals the first time that paul atreides rides a sandworm and the way Spoilers. that it's done is absolutely beautiful it starts out with um uh, i can't why javier bardem that's it javier bardem talking to paul about how to do it, how it's very important that you, you know, this will be the last test for you. This mean, you know, this will prove to us that you're supposed to lead us and all that. And then he gets this device out, sticks it in the sand. And it's the way it's shot, it builds up tension just beautifully. It sticks this device in the hand, this device that starts thumping, the thumping sound to call the sandworms. And one comes toward him and he pulls out these two uh, like ice axes uh, and uh, gets ready to, and he, Hops on top of that sandworm and he rides it and guides it. Uh, it's and it it was just incredible. Again, if you're a fan of Dune, this has got to be very exciting. But even me, not a fan of Dune, I just went, "Wow, that's cool." I hope they can keep making movies because uh, my favorite thing about Dune is everybody loves Paul Atreides. Mm -hmm. and then you get well, to the third, fourth, <laughs> fifth book, and you're like, "Oh, they're right about absolute power." <laughs> Have you heard what people are saying about Dune 2? It is being compared to The Dark Knight Rises and also being called Denis Villeneuve's Empire Strikes Back. Mm. Well, wow. bold words. It's, that is some, that's some big words. I mean, Empire uh, was a shitty movie, so I don't know why they're comparing it. <laughs> yeah, I said that, I said that nice. to a friend of mine, and I was like, yeah, people are calling it this generation's Empire Strikes Back. And she's like, oh, is that good? <laughs> anyway the, the sandworm at the end will turn down to paul and say no paul i am your father yes uh but anyway, oh it's called a thumper thank you egg hello uh, <laughs> the thing that thumps on the, the thing ground. that thumps is called a thumper <laughs> oh, it's a big bass me, drum you can call me flower if you want to anyway um uh, yes, so uh, look for that on uh, Fantang Fantango social media. <clears throat> All right. Or let's Fantangle. Do or Fantangle. Service too. That is good, too. Uh, let's do some uh, quick housekeeping, and then we'll get to the rest of the news. Uh, first of all, um, our Patreon, as we mentioned, geekshowgotthiscovered.com. Uh, I promise to have some more videos there uh, this week. I'm going to do a couple uh, on Monday. Uh, also, uh, our merch. Our merch. Oh, yeah, and you get the Space Show show early on our Patreon as well. 
Yeah, it's getting good, you guys. Mm. I, um, not this <laughs> upcoming episode, but um, uh, 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 the episode after is is when we get to Star Trek. That's all new to me, so oh. I'm like extra excited to talk about Star. Like I'm already excited to talk about Star Trek, but yep. now I'm like extra excited to talk about. We're Star Trek. getting ready to leave season two and head into season three. Thank God. Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Make, make uh, don't, whatever divinity you hold holy. Exactly. <laughs> uh, don't forget our merch. Our merch is available as well. And uh, we are, I, I keep threatening, but I promise, get that uh, fashion doll adjacent version soon because it will go away. Or else. Yes. Uh, but uh, yeah, they're, uh, I especially love the hoodie. I think the hoodie is one of the best things that we've done. Kudos to Lee for that design. Uh, I just think that it's it's so great. And I love the name of the show on the sleeve and the big logo on the back yeah, it's just it looks beautiful. great great looking great looking hoodie all right uh and of course uh, our friendly george cade is back on the show and we're thrilled to have him back on the show he's uh, getting ready to he's getting stronger to go in for more surgeries yay, yay. <laughs> <laughs> so uh if you can go to our social media and uh, venmo some uh money to the uh, Lee George Cade, save my in, save my insides fund. Uh, save my insides. <laughs> well, hey, save I'm, some of I'm them. I'm working off. I'm working off half a pancreas, and that That's half is true. doing a good job. It's good a job, half. Yeah. <laughs> like you're half the pancreas you used to be, but you're doing a gangbusters job, buddy. Kudos. Gurgle, 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 spurt. <laughs> so that's, that's what the pancreas says. Remember that on the speaking spell. Yes. yes. Pancreas says, gurgle, gurgle, gurgle. Spurt. Right behind the cow says <laughs> yep. moo. Yep. Uh, yeah. So uh, go to our social medias and you'll find that uh, Venmo uh, QR code and uh, go ahead and do it. And um, if you follow us on uh, Twitter, Geek Show, uh, you get breaking news throughout the week. Uh, so, and you'll probably figure out what we're going to talk about on the show. Okay. Spoilers. I know, right? Uh, so I had this story printed earlier this week about a new director for the next Jurassic World movie, and by golly, woke up this morning, and he is no longer in the running for it. <laughs> Obviously, he got eaten by this uh, thingaraptor. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. Short uh, run. David Leach was in talks to direct it, and I thought, well, that's great, because, you know, he's, he, he's got a great... Uh, I mean, he did Atomic Blonde, he did Deadpool 2, he did Bullet Train, these are all... Well, he directed so good. Hobbs and Shaw, all of these action films, you know, so I thought this would be great. Oh, wait, uh, is Hobbs and Shaw technically a Fast and the Furious movie? Yeah, yeah. so Hobbs and Shaw, okay, so it's uh, Fast and the Furious oh, no, no, presents no, 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 Hobbs no, no, and Shaw. I just wanted to simple yes or no. Lee just did an exact perfect impression of my wife when we watched the Marvels last night. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> why, why are they on planet Bollywood? No, 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 you no, know, no, actually, no. I don't care. Okay. So, uh, yeah, no, I, exactly. I can finally correct myself and say that I have seen and enjoyed a Fast and the Furious movie. Okay, okay there we go. Okay. See? There we go. There so, we go. so then I woke up this morning and it says uh, that David Leach is no longer attached to uh, direct this, uh, this new uh, Jurassic World movie. Um, and then I found out what's really going on. Apparently, Universal is fast-tracking this so much because they want a July 2nd, 2025 release. They're oh. fast-tracking this so much that they've pretty much got the whole thing put together, and he wouldn't be a director necessarily. He'd, mm. be, a, like he'd, he'd be a shooter. Oh. You know, a fancy editor. 
Yeah, he would be a fancy editor. Uh, so that's apparently what's going on. There, he's, you know, people, sources say close to him said that there was no room for new ideas. So um, now that's the bad news. The good news is, is that apparently the plot is one that I've been begging for, which is... To go to space? No, <laughs> I oh. wish. You're thinking, of, you're thinking of the Fast and Furious movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, this was, it, it says it has a, a, an escape from New York kind of feel. So apparently dinosaurs are everywhere and have taken over. Hey, now we're which, talking. That's what I have always wanted oh, I guess that is how I guess that is how that last one ended, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And I'm like, okay. I'm never going to get my musical Jurassic Park. You're not, you never know. Unless, unless we ride it. Lee. Dinosaurs on Broadway. Just saying. Dinosaurs on Broadway. Yeah, I'll, I'm ready. I'll do the choreography. I'm good. <laughs> I can get yeah, you it. are. I forget. You, when we did our musical Planet of the Apes, you had that you know whole ape side <laughs> story thing going on. would yep. love to see um, Jurassic Park park musical but in the form of cats where it's just dinosaurs introducing themselves for the whole musical i am the stegosaurus i yeah oh, i like that, I like that <laughs> look out it's jellicle rex I, <laughs> I have a mighty tail i'm stegosaurus uh, yeah all right uh let's see oh we did get some good news this week because we all liked that last Predator movie, uh, Prey, right? Yeah. Yes. It's the best Predator movie. It mm-hmm. is. Uh, well, Daniel Trachtenberg and 20th Century Studios are getting ready to not just do another Predator movie, but they're going to make a whole Predator universe. There's a bunch of projects in the work, and apparently Daniel Trachtenberg is going to be the Kevin Feige of these all. Hell yeah, brother. Oh, wow. Yeah. Nice. So uh, uh, it's, it's the, the new Predator film is called Badlands. Uh, it is not a sequel to Prey, uh, which, he, you know, which was set in 1719. Apparently this one is set in the future and nice. will feature a female lead. I saw Katie Sackhoff already volunteering to be the lead. Get her in there. Which I'm all for. Uh, let's see. But uh, yeah, uh, they're, they're getting it prepared and getting ready to go. So you've I'm going to throw some... out a daring challenge to this crew. Ooh. Leave the xenomorphs out of it. You don't need them. You got a solid IP. Do it. Make it work. But my crossovers. Yeah. I'll, I'll do a challenge yeah, on top they, of they did, Lee's they did challenge. Like three of them. They don't need it. I'll do a challenge mm-hmm. on top of Lee's challenge. Predators versus dinosaurs. You're welcome. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. yeah. You're welcome. All Make right. it a musical. <laughs> a musical. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Like Predator 2 was supposed to be. <laughs> a musical? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Sure. Uh, but uh, the surprise success of Prey, uh, you know, is, is really what did it. Now the studio is planning a host of Predator projects with Trachtenberg at the center. And, uh, of course, since they're all owned by Disney, that means that... Uh, they're all princesses. They're all princesses, yes. I, just, I feel bad for Shane Black because he made a good Predator movie. He did. He did. It was all right. Yeah. That was the Halloween yeah. one, I mean, right? Yeah, it was, it was mostly all right. Yeah. I like that. Uh, I can't remember if it was Halloween or Christmas, but knowing him... <laughs> Uh, okay, well, let's get into this. And I'm, I'm, I'm very frustrated about this whole thing because y'all know how much I love the Roadrunner and Wiley Coyote. Uh, yeah. Uh, there was this article going around from The Wrap, which is an okay source, and I read the article, and there was a lot of speculation in it. And so I sourced it out to y'all and to Lawyer Mike, and uh, here's what he had to say about it. It's all based on the speculation that Warner Brothers will kill it with the earnings call. Uh, That's uh, certainly possible. And the earnings call happens at the end of this month. 
Uh, there's no announced deal with anyone else yet when public interest seems to have waned again, which makes it more likely. The biggest issue is that the budget is reportedly 70 to 80 million, uh, making uh, P&A about another 21 to 24 million. And WB doesn't think it will bring in 200 million theatrically to make it all worth it. And they don't think that it'll increase subscriptions anywhere near those amounts. So hmm. there you go. But uh, yeah, the story going around from the rap is that uh, one of the uh, people behind the movie spoke to them and said, it's not looking good. It looks like they're just going to delete it. Oh, I like that. Thank Says you. Says love season. <laughs> oh, yes. Well played. Um, yeah, and, and it's it's truly a, a sad... Again, it got Batgirled. And, and I... I got thinking about this and I'm like, isn't this ripping off the taxpayer somehow? Oh, yeah. When you when you delete <clears throat> this movie and make it go away and get tax money instead, that seems like tax fraud, fraud. of some I've, kind. I've been you know? seeing people say that, you know, if you are writing this off for tax purposes, it should be public domain because it's paid be. for by the people at this yep. point. Mm. And so why shouldn't it be available to everybody? That's true. Uh, Warner, like the uh, Wonder Woman pilot. Yes. Yeah, just leak. Honest, just leak it. I'm praying somebody oh, yeah. will just leak it. Somebody needs to leak that stuff I'll give before. You a, I'll give you a flash drive. Just get in there and sneak it out. Is is Coyote and Roadrunner relevant to any generation past ours, Carrie? I mean, uh, I, I, f I feel like a lot of it just kind of nosedived after Mel Blanc died. Well, I mean, I don't know. I grew up. I grew. I'm of the age where Space Jam was very important to me. Oh, I forget about Space Jam. I yes. completely forget about Space Jam. Sorry about that. I watched the, the, the Looney the Tunes old, are timeless. Yeah, I watched all the yeah. old Looney Tunes growing yeah. up. So I mean, a lot of them have a lot of stuff in them that you know doesn't work today. But the thing about the Roadrunner and Wiley Coyote is it's all sight gags. There's there's yep. no voices. It's all expression. Oh, it can be uh, understood I, in any language. I object. Know? I what? object. Wild E. Coyote, super, super genius. genius. That was the one where he was with Bugs Bunny and he spoke. That, that's a that's a different cartoon. He, <laughs> he, trust me, he never spoke in a Roadrunner cartoon. He only uh, spoke well, to Bugs Bunny. <laughs> we'll always remember. His so it's a voice suit. in Bugs Bunny's head. Yeah. Uh, now we're talking. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's what's great about uh, the Roadrunner and Wiley e. Coyote is that they are universally understood, and mm -hmm. uh, it's also there's so much. You know, psychologically, you can you can get out of it. You know, the the is is Wiley Coyote a fool or is he a never give up? You know, optimist. You know, <laughs> so much philosophy to be had. There yeah. is anyway. Uh, let's see. Uh, they stood to make uh, thirty-five to forty million with the tax write-down. Uh, they're asking everybody, and they and they said we're going to open it up to bidding, but apparently the bidding was kind of a shitty situation. Um, the and also. The Warner Brothers executives, the four of them for making this decision, apparently never saw the movie. Yeah, don't you love that? Yeah, so cool. So, so cool. Ridiculous. This, it was just a decision that was made by bookkeepers, you know? So, anyway. That and, and sucks. It, and, and everybody who has seen it said that it's enjoyable. And, uh, yeah, anyway. Do they have Space Jam 2 shyness here? Is that what... Is that what they're concerned about? There was something in that rap Maybe. article about how the, the last time we saw the Looney Tunes was in Space Jam 2, and yeah. that was a garbage movie. Yes. But you can't blame the Looney Tunes for that. <laughs> no. 
I wonder. Anyway. Well, I wonder. Are too, you sure? Because, because so much, <laughs> so much of the Looney Tunes also is poking fun. Is like meta commentary right about the people who own them and apparently that's also like what coyote versus acme kind of is like it ends with a court hearing about you know them versus the studio and you know you have to wonder like and especially after space jam 2 where it's literally saying an algorithm is not going to make your stuff better and so you have to wonder if they're just like we're tired of this damn cartoon telling us how to run our business and so we can't have that they're like wait a minute we want to do those things so we can't maybe have them telling us making us look bad maybe uh maybe bill Hader came in and said hey that's the whole plot of barry season three algorithms but uh, yeah whether a show can be successful yeah i think this is tax fraud and uh somebody needs to biden's plan to release coyote versus acme (laughs) you know at the end of the day i think taylor swift's to blame you guys i'm so ready to turn on taylor swift i'm about to enter my taylor swift hater era it's very exciting so you're ready to turn on her why why would you do that how did taylor hurt you guys it is a whole thing she announces her album release at the grammys which is like proposing to somebody at someone else's wedding and also she her whole brand is built upon the idea of her being an underdog, right? She's no longer an underdog. She is the most she's famous. She's been rich since the day she was. She born. hasn't How been an underdog, an underdog ever. 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 I know, but in the beginning, in the beginning, her whole deal was her being the underdog, and now she's the most famous person in the world. She's a billionaire, right? Like she is no longer an underdog, and she's not necessarily using her powers for good, right? Like she's suing a college student for tracking her jet usage, and which wasn't just about her it was also about a bunch of other people who users who are using jets it just happened to include her but she's suing that college student to stop it um not only that but this also there were ai generated images of her that were very inappropriate that she you know heard of and they started taking swift pun intended action against the use of ai images so it's kind of funny that when it affects everybody else Mm -hmm. in in basic existence and work life AI, don't even worry about it. Taylor Swift gets upset, though, must protect the celebrities and do all we can to take down AI. And also, this album that she's about to release, all about her breakup with her ex-boyfriend, she's about to ruin this album. But no, but like even more so now that she has like, since this tour and her last album, she's like skyrocketed way more than she was previously. She's this man's life is about to be absolutely destroyed because of the army of fans that she has. Let me just say this to the Swifties, send the hate mail directly to Rebecca. (laughs) I was going to say, this is a very different (laughs) Rebecca. Listen, a month I, ago. I, think, I think Taylor's, I think Taylor's, I like her music. Um, I, I'm still technically a Taylor fan. I'm just saying um, <laughs> the turns are coming. You cannot be the most popular person in the world for very long, right? You can only go up so far before things have to start coming back down. Hey, it's and working I, out for Elon Musk. Oh, no, yeah. is it now? Everybody wow. loves him. Wow. <laughs> I was actually hey, thinking of that so specific example. Thank you, I was thank like, you Brett. Just like, <laughs> Haters I'm gonna just hate. going to tell you what my mom always says in situations like this. Rich people going to rich people. Yeah. <laughs> Amen. Yeah. All right. So we're getting yeah. shitty behavior from a person who hasn't lived like a human being for an entire day of her life. I'm not surprised. Um, hmm? Yeah. And somebody in the comment section said she's made football interesting. 
That's true. <laughs> She's got that going for her. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. Let's move on to our next story here. Um, Game of Thrones spinoff. Are you? Oh are God. You, are you okay with this? An- another one. <laughs> another one. Uh, they're is developing. This, is this the failed one or a new one? This is a different one. This is. Um, oh, they're they're partnering with uh, Matson Tomlin, who uh, is does who did uncredited work on uh, the Batman movie and uh, is co-writing the Batman Part Two. Uh, he also. Uh, oh, he also uh, wrote the Keanu Reeves action comic book uh, Berserker. Okay. Uh, and an animated Terminator series, which is uh, going to be. Uh, He's going to be showrunning for Netflix, but this is called Aegon's Conquest. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! I don't care about any of this. Let's go back talk about the animated Terminator series. Oh, what can you tell me about that? He's working on it. Uh, It'll be on. It'll be on Netflix. All right. Aegon's Conquest is basically a direct prequel to House of the Dragon. Telling the story. More, more. This is a prequel of a prequel. (laughs) Exactly. What? Telling the telling the story of the uh, Targaryens' bloody and brutal conquest of Westeros. The story uh, follows the invader Aegon Targaryen, who conquered the continent of Westeros with his sister wives and uh, their dragons. Are uh, they called sister wives because they are straight up his sisters, whom yeah. he yeah. has? Yeah. Uh, yep. Okay. That's exactly right. Stepped. Uh, but he successfully unified six of the seven kingdoms in just two years with uh, only Dorne able to successfully resist. So that will, that will uh, be this story here. They're noted for their white hair supremacy. Hey, uh. speaking, of, speaking of royal incest, uh, what do you think <laughs> about King Charles getting prostate cancer, huh? I just don't care. I'd say do away with the royals. Uh, yeah. well, I mean, obviously. They're but a parasite like, on the system. Mm-hmm. Mm. I, ob- like, obviously, no one's disagreeing with I, you there. Hey, I, hey, read the I news. can think of I, about a... Oh, I sorry, read Tony. the. I was gonna say I read the news and I couldn't shrug fast enough. Exactly. <laughs> I yeah. think. I think the. Fu- I. I'm fingers crossed. The funniest thing ever to happen. So King Charles's money hasn't even been printed yet. But the new print. The, the new King Charles money is supposed to start printing in March of 2024. Mm, I hope edition. he dies before then. Well, <laughs> now Rebecca, you know he just might because he he's not a big believer in uh, medicine. Uh-oh. No, we oh, love really? a king who will only is, take herbs and potions. Is he gonna go the way of? Uh, Steve Jobs exactly yeah, uh, wow. you know Steve well. Steve Jobs is going to be waiting for him on the other yep. side going dude wow. dude why didn't you listen you know. to learn from my mess ups come on um, yeah oh. uh, love it when a king just relies on herbs and potions and uh, fans of the British royal family and the monarchy make sure to address that mail to Rebecca Frost <laughs> yes because I'm staying on show it. podcast why are well, you guys just taking a spicy turn this week huh? well, I'm not I a just controversy no. yeah uh, I'm saying I it's just colonizers and I'm leaving it there <laughs> exactly yeah, yeah. I just I told think my sister-in-law that that stupid British royal family talk stays outside of our house when she <laughs> I just like the idea of Meghan Markle funneling money to some sort of sorcerer somewhere to put a curse on him you know and and it's worked well no <laughs> just you know what it is it is the decade it is the accumulation of decades long karma for the brutal murder of princess diana Ooh. we the people have put in <laughs> so much energy of hatred towards prince charles mm. in regards to what he did to princess diana that the, it the, the bill has come due yeah she was shitty too this is what I do on the, uh, the arcade or the help desk when we start talking about conspiracies. That's my tinfoil hat. 
Oh, okay. I'm a tinfoil hat. Go. All right. <laughs> yeah. I, See, I just use like, my black privilege. I'm uh, just like, don't care. <laughs> don't care. Prince Harry left California and flew back to England immediately. Well, it's that his dad. That only mean that things are serious. Yes, but, but seriously, did he get a kiss from daddy? No. Well, I no. mean, also you got to take into account flying home for him is like us driving to the grocery store. You know, like, oh, mm-hmm. I need Everybody a plane. Knows. Okay, here we go. Everybody knows Roman was the favorite Roy. He's the only one that got it. <laughs> he a was the eldest boy. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, this uh, this Game of Thrones thing, it's it's just, come on, guys. Just George, that, finish your us, goddamn books. Yeah, leave George alone so he can write what he needs to write. He's not we, going yeah. to. No, no, no. no he's going to open up another vintage movie theater in Santa Fe and be like. Hey, anybody else want to come make the next Expanse series as my D&D protégés? I mean, that's the only thing he's done in the last 20 years that's worth the shit, is hired the guys that wrote the Expanse to run his D&D game. Won't you join me under this bridge? Yes. <laughs> oh, wow. He looks I like, like chocolates. He looks like a troll. Like, I, I, I mean, come on. I think I think he's just like the world's changed its its moral standing and, and tolerance for certain things like rape. And he's like, what do I write about now? Crap, that was all I got. <laughs> yeah. There the, is women, no... the people don't like to read about women abuse anymore. So yeah, that's, a, that's so 1990s. I think there of two is... things when I think of the 90s. George R.R. R. Martin and the Dave Matthews Band. And neither one has aged well. There is no future <laughs> and England's dreaming. All right. Uh, let's see. Okay, uh, moving along. Uh, in conversation with the French website uh, Conbini, no, you know, no. uh, director Sebastian Vanishek warned no. his mysterious Evil Dead spinoff movie. This is his warning. I remember he's French, okay? Uh, his evil spinoff movie will be a nasty film, which you will come away, from which you will come away tested. Okay. Here's, what, here's his quote. Here's his quote. I told the studio that I wanted to make a nasty film, a film that hurts, from which you may come away tested. I'm going to pull I'm going to put all the horror I have inside. It will be cathartic. And if I haven't ruined my career and I can continue to make ba- make films behind it, I will move on to something other than horror. Wow. So he is in you know, 100%. When you, when, you with, when you started with, he's making a nasty movie, like, oh, Janet Jackson. I'm just like, no, never mind. Disregard. <laughs> wow. I, uh, wow. I thought he was describing the last movie. Yeah, yes. Did you not like it? <laughs> oh, oh, I no. loved it, but it, oh. it, it, did not, it did not sit well with me. How do you oh, think yeah? he oh. got his pancreas hurt? It was, exactly. yeah, no. I mean, no, that movie was just vicious. Like, it, it, it was... pulled no punches. Exactly. And, and this guy wants so to outdo it, you know? I, uh, I don't know if I can do that. Because, yeah, it was tough to watch Evil Dead Rise at times. I mean, it was... Evil it Dead was, Rise, I mean, it, it just started it, with a giant middle finger in your brain and yeah. kept going Yeah, because look through. at, like, this is the best title card I've ever this seen. This is yes. the beginning of the goddamn movie. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then you get the... Oh, it's good, Rob. It's it's phenomenal. Uh, it is Evil good. Dead Rises yeah. is an amazingly good movie, but it is relentless. Like I, I love the Evil Dead franchise, and I, I consider Evil Dead too. I saw that one like fifteen on VHS bootleg, and and I remember just being delirious and giddy afterwards because it's that perfect mix of of horror and comedy, 
Evil Dead Rise every once in a while throws a little joke in there, but you're too busy vomiting to get it. <laughs> it's just <laughs> All it's, right. it's relentless. Yeah, and it's, uh, and it's quick too. Like it doesn't waste it's time. It's short. Yeah. 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 Uh, and so yeah, and put the they girls... give their little tips of the hat to the Evil Dead franchise, but yeah, put the girls to sleep and watch it sometime, Rob. It's uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Game on. Yeah. And yeah, it is a it is a punch to the soul. <laughs> Any uh, Winona Earp fans here? Any, Hi, yes, anyone? hello. It's me, Rebecca Frost. Oh, okay, <laughs> there we go. Hi, I'm Rebecca fan. Frost, sidekick Lee. Uh, this is uh, uh, Vanity Fair has reported that a 90-minute uh, Winona Earp revival movie is nice. set to begin filming soon in Calgary, Canada. <laughs> it's Calgary, isn't it? Isn't yeah, it? that's Calgary. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah, yeah. Is that <laughs> how you say it? That's how you say it, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's the good news. The bad news is it will stream on Tubi in uh, 2024. Tubi? <laughs> yeah, it's for Tubi. Tubi uh, or not Tubi. Exactly. Oof. Uh. <clears throat> so there you go. Uh, Winona, Winona Earp's a lot of fun. It's yeah. so good. Yeah. I, I, I'm I, going to be real. I haven't finished the last season. What? Um, but this show, highly, highly recommend if you have not seen it. It's just so much fun. Like, demon hunter-y. Like, it's funny. It's so, um Supernatural? It it is it's it is like supernatural Along if you had a female veins. supernatural okay. Buffy without I, the I like all those shows. It, it is it is exactly yeah. it is a lot like Buffy just without um the Joss Whedon knee of it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah, she's got like okay. was it is it uh who's who's the the, well, the revenant wait. that she's hanging out with through the whole series? Uh, uh it's, well, it's like an old. Well, so there's um Doc Holiday. Doc Holiday, uh, yeah. Um, it it's it's yeah i don't know that he's a revenant though and no well, he's not yeah, a revenant the revenants he's, cur he's cursed with immortality is what right. it is um and but he's, the whole he's, he's played by the the shits kid from shits creek mutt so oh he's mutt, mutt plays okay yeah he's, oh, he's okay. mutt and okay. but the, like the whole the whole point is um she returns home to the town of purgatory and using um Wyatt Earp's gun she has to send all these revenants like back to hell and all of the revenants are the people that Wyatt Earp has killed and so she has to come back and kill them all um mm, yeah. and save the okay, town wait of a purgatory minute. wait a minute yeah brimstone What's Fox that? TV show. So basically, cop gets killed. Uh, yes. He makes a deal to come back, and he basically has to kill X number of returned souls from hell. Yes, I it's remember Brimstone. that. It's Brimstone. I remember wasn't that. Wasn't this, that uh... Spawn as well? It was also Spawn. Well, no, Spawn. <laughs> he had to come back and and uh, and bring escaped souls back to hell. Oh, send yeah, them back yeah, to yeah hell. I guess it is. Yes. So okay. um, I believe Winona Earp is also based on a comic book. I it have is. Not, I have not read it, it is. but yeah. As long as it doesn't interfere with her part in Strange New Worlds, I, mm. I don't care. Uh, I mean, is that Christina survived. Chong? No, this is this is um. Oh my God, what is her name? This is She's, this is Pike's Captain Lady friend, Mrs. Oh, McMurray from yeah. Letterman. Oh, okay. Mrs. McMurray. Yeah. Oh, oh. Melanie like Scarafino. Okay. Okay. Well, maybe I'll go back yeah, and no, give this a try. There's like what three seasons, phenomenal. four seasons. There's four. Se there's four seasons, but okay. I promise you will not be disappointed. All right, nope. it's just uh, fun. Ivy in the chat room was wondering if we discuss Coraline. Uh, we weren't planning on it, but it's being re-released in theaters for the anniversary in uh, cleaned up print, and you know, so go see it. Coraline's a great it's movie. Great stop motion. Mm -hmm. Finally, mm -hmm. this story. Mm -hmm. uh, Don't let smooth taste fool you. Yeah, <laughs> read an interview in uh, the Hollywood Reporter. 
This is a direct quote from Donald is, Glover, by the way. Does I surprise anybody? Oh, wow. Wow, wow. <laughs> this, this, is, this quote is from an article he did with The Hollywood Reporter talking about yeah. Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Um, yes. And he says, I know I'm the shit. I put in the work, and my idea of what is cool is a better road for everybody. Oh, yeah. that is confident. That is my new gospel right there. <laughs> I know I'm the shit. Well, <laughs> nothing wrong with a little swagger. That's, exactly. That's a lot of swagger. Yeah. And that's and that's what uh, this article basically is about, is, is you know, talking about his take on Lando that's coming up. Um, and what, what was interesting to me was reading this article. It's like, you know, he doesn't work for a paycheck. He only works for projects that he thinks he can bring something to or believes in. Nice. And I, so I thought that was kind of, that, that's what I got out of it. But uh, so anyway, he and his brother, Steven have taken uh, the reins of a star Wars movie. They are developing mm-hmm. a Lando film, which Glover would of course star in. And uh, that's of course, good news. Um, but Give since the Lando this... heist movie and I'm, oh, I'm in the, my, my oh, yeah. ass is in the seat. Yep. yep. Uh, but, uh, we have to remember since the start of the Disney era, the star Wars movies have, uh, almost always either felt kind of like project manufactured projects for, for yep. member berries. And... This is why I don't know why everyone's excited for that Mando Grogu movie. Cause mm. like, well, you're just excited for a two-hour-long commercial? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, it's hard because I enjoyed Solo, but it was very much the first 15 minutes of Indiana Jones and the I loved, Last Crusade. I like, like Solo. I, I oh, sure, to, but here's I, how we got his gun. Here's how we got his hip. Here's how we got, how his, got his dice. Here's how we, here's here's how how we got, got his name. Chewbacca. But I think, yeah. that, I think that here we have a little something different because we yeah. have so much, so much in-canon movie mm-hmm story for who's Han Solo, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And there's, aside from two miniseries, we we have limited Lando stuff. So there is an entire, uh, uh, you know, history of Lando to mine from this. Oh, and yeah. I think that there's, you can just do whatever. You're not really well, beholden to anything until you get to the point where it's like, oh, hey, you can, he's I'm, owning this spaceship. I just okay. hope I just hope that this movie gets off the ground because what we've seen with Lucasfilm is that if they get uncomfortable, they'll just kill a yeah, project. I mean, plug. you know what was the what was the uh, the uh, the the X Wing movie that the we Rogue were Squadron get? movie. Rogue Squadron. Yeah. You know, well, don't even like forget they pulled that just off Wonder Woman two. Yeah. Well, don't even forget the one time <laughs> they let anybody get creative. We got the Last Jedi, and it, it resulted was so in, extremely polarizing. It resulted in the had, best Star Wars movie ever. Exactly. How, how, how dare Lucasfilm make a creative, inventive, exactly, oh, right? Star Sorry, Wars no, not movie. It, that's not that not that result. I mean, that movie, <laughs> The Last Jedi, is the best Star Wars movie ever. No, I agree. I agree. Yeah. We all yeah. agree on that. We liked yeah, it. And okay. It is, then they it got is scared and turned away from it. Show that the Last Jedi is one of the <laughs> yeah. best Star Wars movies of all so, time because they were able to take creative liberties, but because it scaled people, well, they decided to just cut off any any adventure from here. Exactly, on. and that means that the Star Wars fans that bitched are the reason that we're getting these decisions. But, but you they, know, and they and they learned. They learned from that because I've been watching the the fallout from Mr. and Mrs. Smith, which I have a lot to say about in a few minutes, um, and oh, and everything so to do with 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 Donald Glover. Um, that man can't catch a break right now when it comes to review sites because no. these neckbeards have decided that they're just going to tear them apart for everything, whether it's a Solo or a Lando project or Mr. and Mrs. Smith. I mean, the comments section literally reads almost identical to anything having to do with Captain Marvel. 
Yeah, it's like they're hate for me. Also, haven't seen shows like Atlanta, who don't right. really underestimate, who right. like actually underestimate the creative, the creativity that Donald Glover has to present to the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So here's I mean, here's Orson Welles had the same swagger, and yeah. it was well earned. So here's here's some uh, some highlights from the interview. I I got them all for you. It's it's a paragraph. It may take a minute or so. Uh, here's what he said. At this point, I just know when something's going to be good because you're really fighting the industry when you put your imprint on a franchise as big as Star Wars. I feel like I have enough control and maybe you get painted as a control freak, but it's like, yeah, control allows for the vision to be singular. And if the vision is singular, people want it more. The less it's singular, the less people want it because they feel like they could have made it themselves. Uh, look, we live in a time where anybody can fucking make anything. You can go on TikTok. There's literally every type of thing. There's documentaries, there's puppetry, there's yarn stop motion. So why would you want to see something you feel like you could have made? And then he also mm. says another reason he's doing it is because his kids love Star Wars. So yeah, to what he was saying, that's the, that's the reason I just, I can't watch esports. So I'm just like, why would I want to watch someone play video games when I can just go play video games myself? The only <laughs> the only esport I can watch is the Star Citizen race. It's like <laughs> five thousand you... uh, kilometers on this barren moon. Yeah, but that's Star <laughs> Tony, Citizen. You give about... that a pass for everything. Tony, what about people who like to watch football? Like people who like football aren't Tread necessarily lightly. like I can't. Well, I could ju- I could just do this at home. That's that's different though because uh, I can go play video games in my room alone and stink up the place and I still have a good time. Whereas with like team sports, you have to get enough people together, you have to find a location. You know, it's it's a lot harder to coordinate something like that. And but, it's cold I mean, outside. You're, you're not that far off. Yeah, it's the same same train of thought though. Yeah. Um, but uh, well, let's then let's segue right into what you consume this week, and we'll start with Lee because he has strong feelings about Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Oh man, I'm gonna Donald I'm Grover gonna ex- so hot I'm gonna in that show, exit. You guys. <laughs> I'm gonna exit with that because oh okay. Hey, about every three weeks, I end up watching Dungeons and Dragons: Honor Among Thieves. I think it's probably mm, my favorite movie so of the last good. couple it's of years. Of, it's, a um, it's a good movie. If there's any justice at all, the, the powers that be will say. This was a great movie. Sure, it bombed in the box office, but yeah. let's let's do more because it's it's everything I love about D anD. d It's lighthearted. It's silly, but it's still thrilling. Mm-hmm. And I can't remember the name of the actor. He was in Bridgerton, but he plays the paladin in this movie. Bridget Jean Page. Oh my god, he kills me. He's everything a paladin should be. I mean, the bit where he's walking away and Chris Pine's like, he's not going to walk around that boulder, is he? And he just walks over it, and I, I just. <laughs> I giggle my butt off every single time. And Hugh Grant is oh. loving his best Hugh Grant life right now because yep. all he's playing is cheeseball old Hugh Grant, but he did it in Knives Out, he in Glass Onion. He's just, yep. Yep. just I love that man, and I love where he's going in life. He's There's essentially doing little, that in Wonka, too. He's, so. being, he's, yeah. being, he's being silly villains, right? Because, like, Paddington yeah. 2, best villain of all time. Oh, my God, he's so good in that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there's a silly little anime on Netflix that just started a couple weeks back called Delicious and Dungeon. And uh, it's so goofy because it's like it's like your D&D adventurers, your classic tropes. You got your warrior, your mage, your your thief. And they team up with a, a, a dwarf because they, they party wiped so many times that they don't have enough money for food. <laughs> so they start foraging in the dungeon for stuff. And they meet this dwarf who's just like, oh, you know, it's really good with... Uh, but those mushroom people is this kind of slime right here is a thing. Mm-hmm. So it's like, 
it's this high adventure thing where they're out there fighting monsters and disarming traps and then like 10 minutes of the show is this recipe the dwarf comes up with and uh it just makes me laugh so i really enjoy the hell out of that uh been watching a lot of next gen because i'm trying to catch up and do my due diligence since being appointed commodore of deep space four um i need to stay on top of these things um i'm also a unwavering simp for wes anderson so we finally watched asteroid city last night um i know some people don't like wes anderson or they think he just does the same thing over and over I kind of need that in my life, and um, I was so happy with how right. delirious like, what's and stupid wrong, what's and fun this movie was. With doing the same, like he, because he's got a style. He's got he's what, got a he, style. He and knows what he does, and he does it well. I, I open open heartedly embrace Tom Hanks taking over the Bill Murray role in that movie. Um, <laughs> you just know from the second he walks on screen that it was Bill Murray's part, and uh, mm. the fact that he's got a pistol tucked in his freaking lounge pants the whole movie (laughs) and he does this thing uh every once in a while like uh life aquatic it's all stop motion fish this has a stop motion run road runner that just shows up from time to time which Mm -hmm. i really enjoyed mr and mrs smith um we watched the first episode sunday night and finished the eighth episode monday afternoon well (laughs) nice i i couldn't take my eyes off of it it really it is it is my favorite new television series probably the last three or four years. Uh, Donald wow. Glover is a force of nature. His character was flawed and fearless and perfect. Maya Erskine, her, she's amazing. She's amazing. I, I've, I've seen her in other things. I know she was in Pen15. She's, she's really good. But in this, in this, she's just amazing. And they do something like, uh, it's an action show. It's got amazing set pieces they don't just set dress like como they go to lake como they um there's incredible guest stars parker posey is terrifying in this show it's just like it's everything i need in a spy show but for about 10 minutes of every episode there's this bit where they just sit down and monologue Mm. and talk and it's such good acting and the last episode has everything you want in a we screwed everybody over who done it and i love it i cannot wait for a second season i i hands down recommend it more than i've recommended anything in a long wow. long time like it's it's just to me and maybe only to me a, a flawless spy show wow it um it's kind of crazy to think too maya erskine's character was supposed to be phoebe waller bridge phoebe waller bridge yeah, yeah. I read that. not that there's anything wrong some... with phoebe waller bridge i i no. worship phoebe waller bridge but maya erskine is such a good she, choice yeah. Yeah, yeah. she's yeah. so good and he even said with with phoebe waller bridge he's just like no hard feelings but she's a writer too and she was rewriting the scripts and i can't have that as the executive producer so and he's like if she had made her own show i would have loved it because i loved what she was doing but it was my show, so mm-hmm. there wasn't room for that. So. There you go. Yes, yeah. Tony. You. you oh, I was just going. I was just going to say it's. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. We just. Uh, my favorite oh. episode so far has been the Ron Perlman episode. I Absolutely fantastic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Only well, uh, episode, you guys. Oh my god. Ron yeah, Perlman's no, in. Uh, I think the sixth episode or the fifth episode. Is it eight he, or is it ten? The season. I think it's eight. Okay. I yeah. Eight. So I think we've only got one or two episodes left, but. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a great it's a great show. So the the one thing to remember when you're going into it as a uh, blind you know blindly is think of Mr. and Mrs. Smith the movie, but reverse the situation. Um, it's the opposite of how Mr. and Mrs. Smith played out in that they got married and didn't know each other was a spy. In this one, 
they are spies first and then they're put together by the company to live together and do missions mm. and, and so there is a mythology married, they build over right? those eight episodes that oh my they, god and and they have to deal with the issues of trying to portray a married couple in public uh without actually you know having just met this person a week ago kind of a thing and um, so it's, it's, that, it's really good. It's a lot of fun. The, the first, so I've only seen the first episode. Um, is that Minka Kelly? Was I, cur- that was in the first episode in the very beginning, there's Alexander Skarsgård. Oh, the, the other the, Smiths. Yeah. Yeah. Is that Minka Kelly? Yeah. I'll just look it up. I don't know, but they also, another thing, I mean, just, I mean, they go places in, in this, sh- in this show, they go all over the world in this show, which is fantastic. I love that. I, I always, uh, I always get a chuckle when shows like Alias say, oh, hey, we went to Rome. And you're like, okay, you showed a, a stock shot of Rome. Yeah. And then you, and then you went to the back lot of the studio. Of, you know? <laughs> yeah. But this, they're very obviously where they, where they say yeah. they're at. And uh, also, if you were a fan of men's fashion, yes, you will not be disappointed. That man... I'm- so it's serious. a fashion plate. He's so hot, you guys, and it's because he's <laughs> the last episode so well. Yeah, but he also, yeah, you know, like as my wife pointed out, there was not a single episode where uh, he, at some point, forgets to put a shirt on. And Rachel says, "God bless America" every time he comes on screen. <laughs> uh, um, but uh, that that eighth episode, Kelly. it's her name is Isa Gonzalez. That eighth episode, he wears an all white outfit that carries on through the entirety of one of the most brutal fight scenes I've ever seen on TV. Yes. So my just God. watch the damn show and enjoy it. Wow. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, who's next? Who wants to go? Uh, I'll keep going if you want. Okay. Keep going, Tom. So yeah, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, a lot of fun. Highly recommend as well. Uh, we finally watched, well, okay, I'll get to that one in a minute. First, the stinkers. <laughs> we watched a movie called Lemon. If you've ever oh, seen that. Oh, Lemon? It was a lemon. Um, and the thing about it is it's one of those ones that you look at and you think, oh, this has a really fun cast. It should be good. Um, let me pull up the thing here to, to tell you who was in this because it's not good. <laughs> um, it's got... Um, See, when I saw the title Lemon, I was hoping that it was about oh, Liz Lemon. It's got from, a really uh, good cast. So you have, it's like, got Brett Gelman, Judy Greer, Michael Sarah, Jillian Jacobs, uh, a lot of good uh, Megan Mullally. You know, a lot of, a lot of good actors and actresses. Rhea Perlman's in there for a few minutes. Anyway, um, it, it wanted to be a Napoleon Dynamite-style movie, but it just couldn't pull it off. It uh, A lot of it was just like... You know, you watch it and you're like, I know what they were trying to go for through there, but for there, but it just meh. So uh, it's on Hulu. I I wouldn't recommend wasting your time on it though. (laughs) But one that is on Hulu that was hilarious and uh, really caught my wife off guard because um, it uh, Sandra Oh is in it and she is so funny. When everything else my wife has seen Sandra Oh in, she's been a more serious role. The Quiz Lady is an absolutely funny, funny movie with Sandra Mm -hmm. Oh and Aquafina Mm -hmm. and Will Ferrell. And I highly recommend that one. That one had me howling the entire time. Uh, Great, great comedy right there. And then, um, what else? Oh, I think, I guess that was it. Oh, I watched the uh, Solar Opposites Valentine Day special. That was a lot of fun. (laughs) It was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're a fan of the Solar Opposites, you're going to love it. They, the uh, Solar Opposites decide they need to destroy love. 
because it's ruining their February 14th, uh, what is it, uh, dinner plans every year. <laughs> <laughs> it will do that. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. Uh, Rebecca, Rob, who wants to go? Uh, I'll go. Some movies that I watched this week. I'm doing my. I'm trying to watch all the Oscar movies before the Oscars. So this week I watched uh, Society of the Snow, which is a Spanish film about the uh, plane crash that happened in the Andes with the Uruguayan rugby team, uh, where they had to eat people to survive. Um, Really good, really good movie. Um, The plane crash sequence. I had to watch like this because it was so scary. (laughs) Um, I also watched uh, Elemental, that Pixar movie. You know, Pixar movie. Mm. Uh, <laughs> and I, also I remember watched, when that would have been, that comment would have been met with abject skepticism. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's been like, a long time. I, I enjoyed about Elemental. Elemental. It, it I was too. mismarketed. It is, it's an immigrant yeah. story. And they, and like first generation immigrants, um, they need to, they needed to promote that more. It's a, um, it's a smart little movie. I liked it. Yeah. Uh, I also watched Flamin' Hot, the Cheetos movie, because if you remember, the year 2023 was the year of the business movie, and <laughs> Flamin' Hot is an Oscar-nominated movie. Because yes. What? People are ready yes. for another Conspiracy Corner featuring Rebecca Frost. Last year, there was a movie nominated for Best Original Song, and it was the worst song and the worst movie I've ever seen, I've ever heard. Which and was it? That- it, oh, the song, the movie was called "Tell It Like a Woman," and the song was called "Applause." The song was nominated for best original song, and it was written by Diane Warren. And the thing about Diane Warren is her songs get nominated for Oscars like all the time. Yeah, Eva Longoria was in that movie. Twenty twenty three, Flame and Hot, the Cheetos movie, directed by Why Eva Longoria. Eva uh huh. The best original song written by Diane Warren. So people of the internet. What does it mean? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What does it mean? But I'm, but, I'm putting it out there to you, Internet. You tell me. <laughs> this is the, this is the movie about the creation of the flaming hot Cheeto. Yeah. And honestly, pretty good. Like I really? had, I had no idea that was the origin of the flaming hot Cheeto. And yeah. allegedly, it was a, it was yeah. a cute, allegedly charming yeah. little movie. Like I wasn't mad that I watched it, you know. I think, um, I think that actual origin story was proven to be bunk. What? The, I don't know. I, I I thought I read an article on it like last year where it's like actually it, the flaming hot Cheeto, blah blah blah, <laughs> and there's a bunch of controversy yeah. over what the truth is. I would mm-hmm. just suggest to you for Eva Longoria in all of her wonderfulness, look for the CNN document docu series "Searching for Mexico." Great uh, show. She, Great show. She, she's, uh, she is resplendent and takes us around Mexico to find all the good food and tequila. It's, and you know. It's almost more anthropology than food show. Like, yes. Mm. She's, she's going to some real far off corners mm-hmm. in Mexico. And um, yeah, great show. Exactly. Great show. And then um, in theaters this previous weekend, Lisa Frankenstein. Um, Did you starring see it? Catherine, starring Catherine Newton, directed directorial debut by Zelda Williams, Robin Williams's daughter, uh, written also by Diablo Cody. So you kind of have like three like names that would definitely get me to the theater right there. Yeah. Um, this should have gone straight to Netflix. It oh, was, um, that's Diablo, sad. I really like Diablo Cody's writing. I always have since Juno. Um, and this felt like she wrote it on a napkin in a restaurant. Like she Aww. just like it was so 
reined in and tame and hmm. that's too bad i love the premise yeah and like visually appeal like it's very fun to like look at um catherine newton was making some choices that i think i liked <laughs> um <laughs> But uh, overall, just wait for Lisa Frankenstein to hit streaming. Um, mm -hmm. It's, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Nah, nah. There you go. Wow. Uh, Rob? All right. Um, so I guess we'll start with, I uh, watched and for me binged, which is basically spreading it over a week, uh, Echo finally. Oh, oh yes. Yeah, oh, fun show. Loved it. Yeah. Um, Good. Curious to see where it goes. Um, watch D'Onofrio. the... Uh, Watch the making of Echo as well. Will very, do. D'Onofrio, again, does not disappoint. Mm -hmm. I was uh, you know, I was very happy to see this take on the Kingpin. Uh, I was disappointed that there was no Van Door, but, you know, I did get a nice cream salesman, so, you know, it was <laughs> toss-up. Um, right. It was it was good. Um, <laughs> nod to the ch to my chi two nods to my childhood. Um, Masters, of the Rever Masters of the Universe Revolution. The new five issue, uh, five episode series on Netflix, continuing Kevin Smith's Revolution, uh, mm -hmm. Revelation um, series, yep. and this How this entire thing has not failed to impress and entertain. Mm. Uh, all fifteen or I guess twenty episodes, depending on I can't remember what the uh, first two seasons were. This is just five, and it's tightly told. Um, things actually happen to change things again in the Masters universe, and it's good. And for those who care, you do get William Shatner as William Shatner. Well, I mean, William Shatner, <laughs> Shatner. is uh, <laughs> as a uh, Keldor, um, the brother of He-Man's father. Yep. Oh, yeah. Randall's brother. Uncle. And it's uh, the story that they weave with those two takes some turns I didn't expect, but it was actually just really good and fun to watch. Interesting. Um, I, I recommend it. Uh, another nod to my childhood. This, Ooh. this is my Superman, oh, Christopher Reeve. This is, so, uh, they've, they've been doing these, uh, the, these retro story. They, they've got a Batman title and yep. this is the Superman title. Yeah. Like so there's it. Batman 89 and Superman 87, uh, 78. Sorry. This is the second series of, uh, Superman 78. And I'm happy because it keeps it. Uh, who's writing this? Uh, Tom Vendetti has a great take on the Christopher Reeve style of, who Superman and Clark Kent are, oh, and good. it's just a fun read. Um, and my new read, Black Klansman. Ooh. Is that what the, um, wasn't there a movie This based is what the on movie this? was based on. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. This good is the movie. story, this is the story of how, how a, the first detective in Colorado Springs, Colorado, mm -hmm. uh, wound up inadvertently becoming affiliated with the Klan in Colorado Springs and how he's investigating them. And this is a page turner. I mean, if you have a chance to get this at your local library, bookseller, mm -hmm. Kindle, whatever, get the book, read it. Um, I have not seen the movie, so I want to finish this before I see the movie, okay. just yeah, because yeah. I don't want to, I don't want to be disappointed in one or the other, just so I can juxtapose them fairly. All right. I like but the movie. I am, so. I am loving this book. Yeah, it's it's based on a true story, right? Yes. What is it? Yeah, nineteen seventy eight. What is the what is the story from the movie where because Topher Grace is in it and he plays I, I believe a clan leader. I also haven't seen the movie. Um, <laughs> but the director was like, you know what? Just like feel free to improvise and just play with it. And Topher Grace is like, 
no, yeah. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Please just tell me exactly what to say. Tell me the racist things that I should say. Yeah. Don't make me invent new racisms for the movie. <laughs> um, reading reading this and hearing how this how this uh, investigation develop and is developing, it's it's fascinating. They're getting ready. I'm at a point now where they're getting ready for David Duke to show up in Colorado, and everybody's like. Uh, and uh, there's counter protesting that's going on as well. It's like, uh, so we got, you know, a lot oh, of Dr. Paul reminds us that, uh, Topher plays David Duke in the movie. Oh, oh, oh. perfect. Yeah. Wow. Perfect. So I was right. Yeah. Technically. Yeah. You were. So, <laughs> so yeah. Um, I should be done with this by next week and should have a review of how the book went, but I, I am, I am quite, quite loving this book. That's exciting. All right. Happy black history month. Yes, indeed. indeed. Uh, I uh, can I do one thing I forgot. Yes, Tony, go ahead. Books and uh, movies and whatnot reminded me that we finished the Percy Jackson series, the new oh, one on you're Disney. You're getting season Plus. two, oh, by the way. Cute. Yes, it I is. It's, it's really actually good. really good. Yeah, I, I I I read all the books when I was younger, and this one does a really good job of translating Great. that story to the uh, to the TV. And it's I highly recommend it. Really yeah. good show. You're get, Yeah, you're going to get a season two on that. Yes. Uh, I, I just uh, watched mostly Star Trek this week because, well, the space show show. But uh, I did manage to sit down and watch uh, not only the Marvels, but the making of the Marvels. Now, I thought it was interesting mm -hmm. that Disney Plus dropped them both on the same day. And to no pump, no circumstance. No warning. No no yeah. festivities at all. Just it just showed up on marbles. my Disney Plus. Yeah, here you go. Watch hmm. it. And I went, okay. So I sat down and watched the making of this. The filmmakers, they're so sincere and they're so proud of what they're doing, what they were doing when they were making this movie. And it's it it just kind of makes me sad that it was received so poorly because it's a fun it's little film. Yeah, it's the it, stupid neckbeards. They pissed me off so bad because that movie was. My favorite of the Marvel movies in a while. Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's it, it, it's it really doesn't good. it doesn't have to be consequential for no. you to enjoy it. It can yeah. it can be its own story and do its own thing. And watching these three together on screen, having a hell of a time, and they're practicing and they're you know getting their powers figured out, and it was they just did delightful. A thing. They yeah. did a thing in the Marvels that threw me for a loop because I was expecting what Marvel always does. Mm -hmm. Heroes get together for the first time. They're gonna fight. They're gonna yeah, fight. Gotta fight. They're gonna fight. And <laughs> no, they, did that they took Avengers that kid already. under the. Yeah. They took that kid under their wing. <laughs> Carol was so nice to her, and just like even though she was distant, she wasn't the the role model mm -hmm. that I think uh, Kamala wanted. She's still. <laughs> She's still, say, like, I don't know about they nice. Up. <laughs> she, no, yeah, I was going nice to say could be she at was that tolerant moment. of her. Yeah, yes. but that, that's right. Carol Danvers, right? And yeah. then when they get to the singing planet, and I was dying because here's Kamala just boogieing along with everybody. Like, she's totally into it because everybody's mm -hmm. singing and dancing and having a great time. God, I love that movie so much. It's so good. And, <laughs> yeah. and Meh, the thing I hate it. Like, there's a huge complaint, too, about Captain Marvel about how she has the Superman problem, right? Like, this was the big issue when it came to Endgame of, like, she has the Superman problem. She's so powerful. She's so invincible. How do how how do you make a character interesting? They took that away from her in the Marvels. Mm -hmm. They made it so that, you know, the whole thing is the three of them switch powers. And that's, they, ta they tackled the Superman problem in such a cute, charming way mm -hmm, that, mm -hmm. you know... 
I'm just sad people didn't see but, it. But they also did the they also did the perfect Superman thing in that movie. Where how do you make Superman interesting for people who think he's overpowered or or can't be stopped? Mm-hmm. Give him a problem he can't punch. Yeah. And yes. and for Carol, this was Monica. It was yes. Like, oh. Yeah. And I loved exactly. the dynamic that they that they portrayed there because I had questions of like how is this going to work? Mm-hmm. And I I was happily answered with, with and, uh, what they did. And and Sam Jackson's take on Nick Fury in this movie is slightly different than any other take he's had on Nick Fury. He was like he was like the frustrated grandfather of the whole thing. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, I you love when Monica's. Have, you're gonna have to talk to her. You know that. You know. I love when, I love when Monica's trying to fly and he does, he gets so exasperated. Black girl magic. Yells, Black girl magic. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then and then Car- they, they they swap and it's just Car- like Carol lands on the ground yeah. and Nick yeah. goes, oh, it's just Carol. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just Carol. And my wife. Just losing it, like throw just, a just, cat and anything, and my wife's on board. So the whole bit when they're yeah. like, "Please don't run away from the Flurkins. Please let the Flurkins <laughs> eat you. Let them eat you." Uh, yeah. But uh, I mean, great little moments with Sam Jackson, where you know, some a character says something that you know we finally figured out, and he'll point to him and go, "This here, just little yeah. things like that. <laughs> yeah. This right here, you know." Yeah. I, I just I loved it anyway. And you, you got they, evolution with his character, yes, which and they which I don't think we entirely got. With, uh, and they made me invasion. scream during that post-credit mm-hmm. scene. I, mm-hmm. oh. Yes, yes. Oh, the post-credit scene was oof, blew my mind. Enough said yeah. about that. Yeah, Lane, you didn't miss it. They just dropped Marvels onto Disney Plus with no warning. No. It, it just showed up. All right. And a shame because, like I said, I I think yeah I think it was a return to form for them because they they seem to have been treading water and kind of going under a couple times. Yeah. Um, not that I have a lot of complaints still. I, w- I would have been delirious for the worst of the Marvel movies 30 years ago, but mm-hmm. um, this was well, great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, games, Tony, anything? Yeah, let go? me see. Uh, coming out the second week of Oct- uh, October. <laughs> We're not that no. far along in the year no. yet. February. <laughs> I mean, I know I was out for a while, but... <laughs> <laughs> it's October, Lee. Sorry, bud. Everyone's been lying ah. to you for the last month. Um Let's see. Uh, we got Dragon Quest Builders coming out. If you like the Dragon Quest and buildings, uh, Banishers, Ghosts of New Eden is something coming out. Uh, <laughs> Fight Crab Two for Fight on Crab. Early, yeah, on early access for PC. I mean, <laughs> just because of the title. If it's the same, <laughs> somebody's been reading my journal again. Fight Crab. <laughs> if it's the same thing I'm thinking of, they made a sequel to the game where you play as a crab. And you have in your claws, you have like knives and stuff, and you attack each other. <laughs> oh, I'm there. Yeah, oh, it's, uh, it's ridiculous. And then uh, Tomb Raider one through three remastered is coming out on Valentine's Day. That's just oh. a nice Wait, Valentine's like which, Day which, game drop. Which ones? Like, so the original, the like PlayStation One, Triangle Boobies. Triangle Boobies is coming out okay. again. Tomb Raider 1 through 3, but they remastered them to update the graphics a little bit. It's not a remake. It's just a remaster, so they just made it look a little bit better and make it so you can run it on like modern consoles and stuff like that. But oh. uh, And then uh, I believe, yeah, that falls under the week. Mario versus Donkey Kong on the Switch. They showed that one off a few months ago. It looks kind of fun. Um, well, if you could throw Crab Fight in that one, I'd... I'd be happy. Could you imagine Mario versus Donkey Kong versus Krabs? Yeah. <laughs> so basically just remake Super Mario Brothers and put Donkey Kong in it. There we yes. go. That's that's what they should do. Uh, we got Skull and Bones is finally coming out from Ubisoft. That's the game that's been in development ever since Assassin's Creed. Uh, 
boat fighting in the Caribbean. I can't remember what the name of that one was. Black Flag, Assassin's Creed Black Flag, back on the Xbox 360. Oh, teased, great game. Yeah, they teased that they were going to make a, just a pirate game back after that came out, and it's been in development ever since then. They've like scrapped it and restarted it a couple times. So it's finally out. I don't know if it's any good, but it's called... Um, I lost it. Skull and Bones. So there's there's that. Mm. Kind of a big week, uh, actually, is the this, skull this not early bone? in the year. <laughs> You know that is a that is a valid point, Rebecca. I don't <laughs> know what there. The, that's in reference to the flag, though. It's, nope. It's a, it's a don't skull care. Crossbones. That's it's all bones. It should Just say like saying bone and bones. Yeah, it should you know? say. I'm gonna pull this goddamn car over. Cross <laughs> crossbones and head bones is what it should say. Uh, <laughs> bone and well, more bones. Bone and more bones. <laughs> Brett's suggestion is skull and other bones. Yeah, skull and other oh, bones. I like that. There we go. Okay. It's good, and, Brett. And Egg explains why I didn't see any advertisements for the Marvels coming. It's because I don't watch football. Uh, uh, he says, I saw oh, commercials yeah. during football. Oh, who are you guys it, rooting it for tomorrow? No. Uh, uh, Taylor I'm Swift. Rooting for the, I'm rooting for the appetizers and the main course. And... Outstanding. For sure. <laughs> I just want to know which superb owl will be there. Superb owl. This is the owl's egg. Night owl from the Watchmen. Just real uh, quick here, I, I, I'm, I'm torn as to who to root for because uh, I, San Francisco is one of my favorite cities. Uh, I'm uh, so I, I want to root for San Francisco, but so what I do is I look at what the political situation is. The bros, also than the Chiefs, obviously. The bros don't want the Chiefs to win because of so, Taylor Swift, or yeah. But I'm also <laughs> enjoying the fact that the bros are rooting for the second gayest city in the nation. Think about that. So <laughs> think about that. The bros so don't it's... want the Chiefs to win because it's a psyop from the Biden administration yes. to get Taylor yeah. Swift and Travis Kelsey to endorse President yeah. Biden in the elections. Yeah. Oh my God. So yeah. There you go. Anyway. Uh, how, how, dare, how, how dare they conspire that a centrist is going to nominate a, or endorse a centrist I just, for president? I, I, wish, I just wish that the Democrats were as good at creating all these psyops like they say. That as we keep getting imagine? accused of. Yeah. Could you imagine? Uh, all right. Healthcare? Uh, Absolutely not. Taylor Swift met a PSYOP organization. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you betcha. We got uh, that. Thank you all for being here. We're going to head to the after party right now, and you can join us. Geekshowgotthiscover.com if you step in there. Uh, all right, guys. We have two minutes for costume change. So. All right. So costume change. Uh, <laughs> thank you all for being here. Thanks, everybody in the chat room. Live long and prosper, bitches. Where's the button? There it is. Push the button. <laughs>